amazing folks. Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Mom's Toolkit, Life Skills Mastery in Health, Wealth, and Love. I'm your host, Dr. Tansy Coleman. This season, we're all about decluttering, organizing, and most importantly, creating systems that stick so you can turn your home into a sustainable, zenful space. All right, mamas, the kids are back in school. My kindergartner is now riding the bus. He's gaining a little bit of autonomy now that he's turned five. Wow, my three-year-old has been home with me this week. It's giving us some precious one-on-one time. Now that the jam-packed summer schedule's over, I finally feel like I can clear my head and tackle some of my own projects. This time of year is when I evaluate my needs for the school year, declutter, organize, and set up systems that work for that for the whole family. Last week, I synced up all our personal calendars, including my husband's and the kids' school schedules. We use Google calendars, but I've got this amazing skylight calendar. I have no affiliation with them. It's just a gem. We rely on it heavily. It's on my kitchen counter. It's not just a calendar. It also doubles as a digital photo frame, but it's very convenient to be able to real-time sync everyone's schedules so that nothing gets missed. If you missed last week's episode where I talked about organizing the mudroom and creating something called a launch pad, check it out in the description below. Having a clear daily routine can make mornings and evenings so much smoother, especially if you have young kids. This week, let's dive into another high impact area, the kitchen. In my house, the kitchen is the heart of the home where we hang out, eat, and catch up. It's where I do my cooking and it's the room that guests see the most. Plus, I don't want to come home to a cluttered kitchen every day because it disrupts my flow. A functional kitchen sets the stage for a smooth evening routine and a quality family time. So today we're going to focus solely on the countertops. It's a big space, so I want to tackle it bit by bit. Remember, it's not a sprint to the finish line. We want to focus on small, sustainable changes that create lifelong habits for us as doctor moms so that we can prioritize ourselves, our homes, our families, and create zenful spaces so that we can function at our optimal levels. Okay, going back to the kitchen, I'm not a fan of clutter on my countertops. I only keep items I use daily or weekly on my counters. It's important that your space works for you and doesn't become a chore. So don't slave away for a perfect look. Just it's also important to enjoy your home. Evaluate which appliances you genuinely use regularly. For example, the monthly or sporadic instant pot goes into a nearby cabinet because I use it occasionally. So maybe I'll use it twice a month, but definitely not every day. Um, so that usually gets stored away. But usually I keep countertops, small appliances like my air fryer And I used to have a coffee maker on the countertop, but I really don't drink coffee much. And my husband has pretty much switched over to cold brew. So he gets his designated space for the cold brew in his fridge. But um, I don't even keep a coffee maker on the countertop anymore. Um, If anybody wants the occasional coffee, we use a little pour over um, that will make a single individual cup. But you have to use what works for you and your family Evaluate what exactly you need. We have a microwave that's built into the cabinets. If your microwave is on the counter, that's okay too. Um, Just make sure you have designated space 
and account for that as a small appliance on your countertop. So start by removing anything from the kitchen counters that aren't for baking, cooking, or serving food. So coats, shoes, homework, toys, baseballs, these all belong in their designated spots. If you missed my mudroom and launch pad episode, it's linked below in the description section. A designated family launch pad is basically for your everyday items that you need that are on the go. So you can prep your launch pad weekly and daily. It includes things like homework assignments, lunches, water bottles, keys, purses, sports equipment, etc. It can eliminate half your kitchen clutter. If your kitchen doubles as the launch pad, consider creating a separate zone within your kitchen. And I'll talk more about that in future episodes. I'm huge on zoning. Now let's get back to the kitchen counters. For seldom used or seasonal items, think about seasonal storage. So label boxes for holiday baking pans and accessories and tuck them away into your seasonal storage until the time of the year comes. Clear your counters of appliances that you don't use daily. Toss any broken items or what you'll never ever use. I recommend the trash bag method. The black bags for trash while the white bags are for donations. Make quick decisions here. Don't look at an item and say, I'll decide what I want to do with this later. And don't dig back into those bags once you've made the decision. Just decide whether you're going to throw it or you're going to donate it or toss it. But make the decision now and don't change it. It's just like a test answer. Just don't change it. Trust me, the first answer is the right answer. Scan the walls for unnecessary decorations and declutter. Get rid of any kind of paperwork mail, newspapers, and magazines that you'll never read or that are outdated. Stay tuned for future episodes on paper clutter and going paperless. Create a small mail center in your kitchen. One basket should do. So my mail center in the kitchen includes my skylight calendar with a mail sorting tray. Mine is a three-tier tray. One is for mail to open and one is for something I have to do with the mail as in I have a task or a bill to pay with it and the other is outgoing mail. I have signed up for every digital auto pay outgoing mail that I can so I don't have much of that anymore but we still get occasional outgoing mail. I also now have a separate cubby for my Amazon returns and that stays within my launch pad area so that it's ready for me when I'm ready to go out the door. Okay back to the countertops quick tip. If you have a small kitchen with limited storage, try to keep the front two-thirds of your counters clear. It'll make everything else look less cluttered. Consider adding a bulletin board or a calendar next to your mail center. If you have space, a small kid's table in the kitchen keeps them out of the way. I love using those inexpensive IKEA night tables. They're perfect for the kids' activities, and they come in different colors. Lastly, Spend a few minutes putting groceries, dishes, and ingredients away immediately. A minute now will save you hours of chaos later. In my kitchen, my routines are simple. Every night, I do a put-the-kitchen-to-bed routine, which is load and run the dishwasher, sweep and mop, or you can use your RoboVac, whatever works for you. But we do not go to sleep with a mess in the kitchen. I clean the microwave once a week, clear the countertops of stray items once a month, and wipe down cabinets, backsplashes, appliances, and trash cans inside and out. That's also once a month. I use a mild soap, water, and vinegar solution for my white wooden shaker cabinets to avoid scratching the finish. 
don't use things like magic eraser and harsh chemicals. It'll end up yellowing and scratching your finish over time. And every three to six months, I empty crumbs from the toaster oven and degrease the dishwasher and the sink drain and clean the inside of the stove. Once a year, I try to empty the utensil drawers and clean this, the stove hood filter. Now, I will bring up an important topic about delegation. Now, many of us, myself included, need help cleaning. There is nothing wrong with that. I have many clients and doctor moms feeling guilty for paying for cleaning services or delegating these household tasks to other people. I will make a whole episode on delegation if you want me to, but my one-liner take on it is, you are an important, valuable person who wear many hats. You have tremendous value and you have a zone of genius. Time is a finite resource. You need to focus on tasks that are within your zone of genius, meaning things that only you are capable of doing and you are good at it and you enjoy doing them. You do not need to do everything. Handing a cleaning person or a nanny a checklist of items to complete daily, monthly, weekly is completely acceptable. Spending money on on these tasks frees you up to focus on your zone of genius. Again, zone of genius is something you are capable of doing and you are good at it and you enjoy doing it. All three have to overlap. If you spend all your time doing low value tasks that other people can easily do for you, you will be giving precious time away from yourself and your family. And that's it, folks. Thanks for hanging out with us today on Dr. Mom's Toolkit, Life Skills, Mastery in Health, Wealth, and Love. If you found these tips helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Always remember, this is a journey, not a destination. Until next time, it's your friendly guide to decluttering and organization, Dr. Tansy Coleman. Stay healthy, get wealthy, and love yourself.